When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, hello and welcome to Pirates 24-7 here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. My name is Alex Stumpf. He is Chris Halleck and we are here at PNC Parks Press Box. We snuck up here for a little bit to <laughs> after the Andrew McCutcheon presser, which... He's back. He's He's back. back. And I, it's something that I don't know if a couple weeks ago it was even really worth seriously considering. I think earlier in the offseason, we were just kind of talking about like, you know, like, oh, what if the Pirates brought back McCutcheon? Because, well, they yeah. kind of have a need in left field or right field, you know. They just need another body. Another veteran would be nice. But they're like, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, come on. It, it's, it's, it, it, it makes too much sense. It'd but, be too perfect for it to actually happen. But... It did. It did happen. It, it did. did. And uh, I think he might be just as happy as Pirates fans are to be back, too. Yeah, and we're going to play here a clip here in a moment from that actual press conference. Best line in the whole thing for me. Oh, yeah. Like, that this this is not just a farewell tour. I'm not here as a spokesperson or as a spokesman for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm not, I'm not here on a farewell tour. You know, I'm here to play. I'm here to help this ball club win. And that's first and foremost. That's what I want people to know. Here to help the ball club win. Yeah, that's... Look, look, of course you're going to get something along you're the gonna lines. You're going to get the yeah. eye roll from so many fans like, okay, it's lip service. You're going to get, yeah, you're <laughs> going to get that. Player has to say that. But, man, let me tell you something. Like, if there is anyone in the city of Pittsburgh that I do believe whenever he says the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to win. Mm-hmm. It is the guy who was there and was a big reason why they won the last time. Yeah, because I one thing that I think the 2022 team really lacked was legitimate veteran leadership in the clubhouse. I mean, yeah. Jose Quintana was a really great guy, solid guy for the rotation, but it was like after that, it was like, who else is there? There really wasn't. And, and, and I think we really know the impact Quintana had mm-hmm. was because we heard, heard for two months people saying how much they missed that one yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. And this isn't just another Carlos Santana or Rich Hill, no. who's another veteran who brings a lot of experience. No, this is a guy who helped win on this ball, on, on this field. Helped this team win for the first time in a long, long time. I was five whenever the Pirates won uh, the, the division in 1992. I mean, it was a long, long time ago, and McCutcheon was the key, the central aspect of this ball club winning again, and he's here to help this group, which he talked about. He talked about a couple of those guys, about, like, He's here to help this this group here win, and who better than to take the key guy who helps them win on this field to help the next team win? Yeah, and look, he 
talked a little bit also about his legacy. That one, you got to read the article for. <laughs> You're not getting that one for free. But, you know, where he stands, like, I think he may not want to admit it, but if this team wins again with... He doesn't have to be the guy. Yeah. But even if he's, you know, a little more than just a role player, if he can be, you know, a semi-everyday player and this yeah. team wins again with him, I think he does kind of get immortalized in Pittsburgh sports history. I mean, maybe he needs to win the World Series for that, but, like, yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, let's be honest. If, that's what it would honestly take, and even that would take a couple years, you know, even the most yes. optimistic fans, which is actually a really good transition to our second point here. <laughs> Welcome back to Pirates 24-7. This isn't a farewell tour for Kutch. Mm -mm. Might also not be the last year that he is a Pittsburgh Pirate. I mean, he's, he's made a painful... He wants to be here. Yeah. He wants to be here. It's a one-year deal, but, you know, talking to Ben Charrington a little bit afterwards, hearing what Kutch had to say, mm -hmm. and what we're going to play here from Kutch in just a, a second, it doesn't sound like this is, you know, going to be just a one-year deal. This isn't like a... Oh. This isn't like a one and done type thing for me. Um, I don't, I don't look forward to just playing this year and being done. You know, I want to continue to keep playing, um, and um, you know, to have the chance this year uh, to come back is, you know, it's uh, special for me. Okay, so it's a one-year deal, but like not one-year you know, bigger picture deal, like. Cutch in twenty twenty four, possibly. Uh, especially if this if this group really does take the a significant step forward. Which mm -hmm. again, we're talking the group that played last year, gaining getting some very very valuable experience, then carrying it over into this year, and Cutch playing with guys who like O'Neill Cruz, who we literally just called him a freak. Called um, Giannis. He called him Giannis. I mean, Giannis. That, that, that's I just mispronounced. It I'm a fraud for basketball. <laughs> but I mean, this guy, yeah, he 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 signed a one year deal, but it sure doesn't sound like it. I think even whenever uh, Ben Sherrington was also asked, um, you know, the one year signing of a veteran, you know, is he possibly going to get flipped at the deadline? And while Charrington didn't flat out say no, that's not a possibility, he also did say it is a case-by-case -case basis. Mm -hmm. And a, a player of Kutch, because of the, the and you'll go more into it, uh, you know, again, can't give it away for free, but the, the, the process that went into bringing Kutch back and the attention to detail that they had to give him the respect that they did about not being like, okay, well, let's just put him on the back burner. No, they wanted to make sure that whenever they went after him, that he, we, like, you're going to be our priority. And if they give him yeah. that much of attention, I don't see at this point where we stand in mid-January that he's just going to be a guy that they want to flip. They want to keep him here as long as he wants to be here and as long as he's contributing. And yeah. there are still plenty of stats that, that show that he can still contribute uh, in a certain volume. Yeah, he could still hit the fastball. He could still run. He still makes good swing decisions. Like there's a lot percentile of percentile sprint speed. I mean, you can still run. For a guy in his mid-30s, that's yeah. insane. Coming, uh, with an ACL injury. <laughs> yes, he's, which I guess he's fully recovered from. No, but that's that's big part of all of this right here. And mm -hmm. I think this year actually maybe is the hardest to you know find playing time for him because like he said you know primary dh it's like well they also got Choi and santana yeah i mean if that's i'm sure he's going to dh a lot whenever there's a lefty on the bow because you know Choi just get that day off mm -hmm. but he's gonna have to play some outfield ben sherrington clarified you know he's probably got he be, will play outfield yes yeah. and it kind of sounds like maybe left field left know, which field, is which is yeah. pretty big 
out here could be right field. I mean, it could be. Yeah, yeah I'm honestly said he was like comfortable at, at, at any position, but yeah. uh, you know that is also contingent on. You know, how does Jack Sawinski do? How does all these other young outfielders do? How do they perform in spring training early in the season? So on and so forth. And I think that's a big part. You know, bringing up Sawinski, bringing up, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to say Travis Swaggerty, Ryan Vallade, who has survived every single roster move. <laughs> Which, by the way, like, news, Miguel Andujar was the one DFA to make room for Kutch on the 40-man. I kind of felt like Miguel Andujar was a dead man walking whenever they got <laughs> Connor Joe. And it's like, well, he does literally everything that they had Andujar for. Right, so, right. So, yeah. yeah. So whenever you go through that, but yeah, like next year, like he's the DH if if you want to go with that route. If, yeah, it'd be a lot easier to have, and like you said, they need that veteran leadership. They need that voice in the clubhouse, that guy who's going to be in the clubhouse the whole year. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at Kutcher like the worst thing he's going to do production wise is probably very similar to what he did with Milwaukee last year, mm-hmm. which is very average. Yeah, and I'm... in an average corner ish outfielder platoon hitter. You could find a spot whenever he has, whenever he is that legacy guy, whenever he mm-hmm. is going to add so much to that clubhouse. Like, I'm, I'm saying that as a fact, not opinion. Like, it's just going to happen. I don't see any scenario where it doesn't. And this is where I'll take, like, I'll jump out, and analytic nerds are going to kill me for this one, but sometimes change of scenery, you know, aging guy or whatever, he's coming back to his favorite place that he's ever played where he's had the most success, where he's won an MVP. And no, he's not an MVP caliber player anymore, but could he possibly even have a little bit of a like late career push like where he kind of plays a little bit above just because he does want to play here so bad? And what if somebody like O'Neal Cruz does take a huge step forward in 23 or another young player that takes a huge step forward in 23 and that helps in turn just helps you know lengthen the rest of the line and makes it easier for them? I mean, this it's it's a good move for the Pirates. It's good um, not just in terms of nostalgia or anything like that, but it's good for the 2023 club in terms of taking a stride forward to trying to get back into contention. Are they going to contend this year? No, probably not, but they're a lot closer than they were. At least on paper, they look a lot a lot better than they did in 2022, as we can both attest to. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> think that's an on paper. I think just the vibe around it is you yeah. know, that they're going to – be better. This team is not going to lose a hundred games. No, I I would be shocked if if that's the case. And again, go read Alex's piece. Kutch talked about the um, comparing this team that he's joining now to the team uh, that he came up with whenever he first came up with 09 in 2010, 2011. Just some really good stuff from Kutch today. Really good stuff. Go read his stuff. Seriously, we're ending this with the sales pitch. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening and watching.